17 of the hard stuff with Bailey and Caleb. We got a special one today. Yeah, we do. First, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. First of all, I got a little surprise for you. It was my turn to pick what we're drinking. I still have no idea. Uh, so I found this at the liquor store literally two hours ago, roughly. Um, <laughs> Smirnoff has decided to do their own version of Pink Whitney, essentially. Oh, lovely. So what we got is a bottle of Smirnoff Pink Lemonade. Uh, 30%, so it's much stronger than Pink Whitney. So I think that's 20. So 750 milliliters. I think it cost me $35, maybe. I think that's expensive then? I don't know. I don't drink vodka. If I had to guess, I'd say a regular 2.6 is going to be like 23 bucks. Maybe. It is limited edition, so I'll give it that. Okay. But uh, I brought it straight, and I also brought some 7-Up just in case it's terrible. That could be interesting. Yeah. Classic tart lemonade flavors mixed up with bright berry notes. Enjoy as a chilled shot or mixed with club soda over ice. Is it chilled? That's been in the truck for two hours, and it's negative one degree outside, so... Yeah, chilled enough. Fair enough. It smells better than the pink lemon or pink Whitney. It smells a little, a little more smooth, to be honest. It does. That actually, it's getting closer to smelling like lemonade. Like, yeah. there's not much liquor smell to that. Honestly, no, but I, th- I think it's a higher ABV. So as a as a shot first, I would assume, right? I don't know. I still kind of. I think I'm gonna sip it though. I want to get the full blast of it. All right. Hold on. Oh, you put nice? Okay. God, you're picky. It looks very much like Pink Whitney. Yeah. Like, I think it's basically the same thing. It is just pink lemonade and vodka. Now I want to know who did it first. What's that? Now I want to know who did it first. Oh, uh, Spit and Chicklets did. Was yeah. it? Oh, yeah. This was out a couple years ago. And if this is limited edition now, they're behind it. This is also Canada, and we get shit late. That's true. I don't mind it. I, I don't think it's as sweet as Pink Whitney. It's not, and the smell is really deceiving, because when you get into it, it's like, oh, yeah, this is vodka. Yeah. Yeah, the smell is lemonade. The taste is vodka, yeah. for sure. It's. It definitely has a lot more liquor taste to it, I think, than Pink Whitney. Mm-hmm. I'd agree with that. I think it's going to go really well with 7-Up, honestly. I agree. Top up a little bit here. Probably go half and half. We're growing belts here. I had some concern from a from a viewer. Oh? Uh, <laughs> at hockey, actually. said, do you guys drive after you get this drunk? <laughs> Usually no, by the way. Like today, we have, we have a driver for the day. Yeah. So... Shout out to Uber for that one, because uh, there are definitely some times we should not be driving after we leave here, and we don't. Exactly. We're pretty responsible about it. We even get taxi to hockey if we leave there, or yeah, go true. to hockey from here. So for any concerned viewers out there, please drink and drive responsibly. No, no, don't drink and drive responsibly. Drink responsibly, don't drink and drive is what he means. Read between the lines. Don't worry, I even brought the stir stick back for this episode. Excellent. Classic pocket knife. Alrighty, so right off the bat, for anyone that comes to listen to us to talk sports or current events, this is probably yep. not going to be the episode not for the you. Not the episode for you at all. Just a little bit of a disclaimer. So, four weeks ago now? Three or four, yeah. Yeah, four weeks ago, I think, 
IGN released their top 100 games of all time. We are kind of doing our rendition on it. We've each made our top 25. Yeah. Now, I don't know about you, but this is not like which games I think are top 25 of all time. These are my yeah, top personal. 25 yeah. favorites. That's okay. how I did it, too. Okay. So we're going to go from 25 down to 1. Uh, probably harp on each other's list a little bit. See if any of the games are like, what is that? Huh? I'm sure there'll be a couple. There has to be a couple. I think you'll know all mine. I think you'll There's know, a couple you're going to not like. I think you'll know all mine except maybe one. Fair enough. I think that's it. So so the we're going to go through this. We're going to start from 25, work our way up through the episode. Yeah. We're going to each give our, like, he'll do 25, I'll do 25, then we'll go to 24, 24, 23, 23. So we're not just going to rip through one list. We're going to kind of compare where our numbers are at. So I want your prediction. Are we going to have any actually line up? Uh, number for number, even. Number for number? No. So looking at your list, do you think you have some that I have? Uh, maybe. I'm going to say we probably only have five on the list to match. Okay. I don't have a whole lot because we played kind of different sorts of games growing up. When I won't lie, when I went through mine, like I went back down memory lane and I had more hit the list. But then as I got through it, I'm a person that enjoys newer school games. Yeah. It may not have been something I plugged as much time into, but I, I think my list is going to be closer to cliche than yours is. Like just for what you would expect. I think mine is going to have a lot of that are like, holy fuck, this made the list. Okay. Like I got a couple of those that it was just, these are games that I sat down as like a 14 year old and fucking ripped a thousand hours into. And I got a couple like that too. So, you want to kick this off? Yeah. Because my, my 25 is ugly. You're not going to love this one. Okay. So you go ahead whenever you're ready. With number, my 25? Yeah, number 25 for you. Okay. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3. I don't hate it. <laughs> Pro Skater 3 is interesting. I would have picked two or one of the newer ones but three was just one of the ones that i got into and it was the same thing it's just like when i was younger tons and tons and tons of hours just plugged into yeah, it that was probably the one that like came out the closest to when you started playing games yeah it's fair so number 25 for me i have uh lego batman really big fan of the lego games and batman just happened to be my favorite of the lego games see and i don't mind that because i i do find the lego games enjoyable but for someone that's really not into movies or fuck all, that surprises me. Well, it's because the Batmans are the only movies I've ever seen in my life. Oh, okay. Not that's why I couldn't put like the <laughs> Lego Marvel or any of that. Couldn't do it. So, I just, as a complete side note, it might even be on the list later, whatever. Do you like the Lego verse? Like, have you played the Jurassic World, the Harry Potters? I played the Harry Potter. I played Indiana Jones. Um, played all the Lego Star Wars ones. I think the only one I didn't play was like the Lego Marvel. I'm going to interrupt. This with that 7-Up is delicious. Oh, it's so fucking good. <laughs> so We didn't even rate it. We'll do we'll do ratings at the end of the show. We're already into this. But yeah, I, I have played most of the Lego games. The only one I didn't really play was Lego Marvel. So then as a whole, though, do you enjoy them? Like it doesn't yes. really matter the theme. You just like the play style, the gameplay. Yes, I like the kind of corniness of it. I like the games. Yeah, okay, fair sure. enough. And I have to throw in there. That's why Tony Hawk made it near the bottom of the list. Because there's nothing fair. more frustrating than trying to chain everything, get really good, and fuck it all at the yeah. end. All of a sudden, a manual doesn't stick, and you're like, I'm going to fucking kill myself. Pretty much. Okay, so my 24... There's a couple like this on my list that fall in, and it's just the type of games that I play. 
because even as a kid, I'd get into these games, sit there, and it's like one of the ones, oh, shit, there goes 12 hours yeah, in one that, sitting. That's fair. And for me, it's so it's Zoo Tycoon 2001 version. Holy hell. You know what? This doesn't really surprise me because I've seen you like on Steam just like playing stupid fucking tycoon games yeah. once in a while. It's like, okay, okay, that one's not super surprising. The, the only part that's surprising is the 2001 edition. Yeah, it was like one of the first ones because, again, that was big into PC gaming. Yeah. It was the first one that came out because there was like the Aquatic World one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think there might even have been like a, an original dinosaur one back then. Arctic, blah, blah, blah. So yeah. it was like Zoo Tycoon 2001. It came out with a Zoo Tycoon 2 back then. Mm-hmm. I just said to clarify that it's not the latest one that's out on Xbox and everything. Fair. And that was the one. It's probably through the course of my life up until it was like really outdated. Easily a thousand hours into that game. Okay. I kind of have a, a similar one going at 24. Uh, one of my very first PC games plugged. This is probably the game that I have the most hours in in my total career. And that would be uh, RuneScape. Oh, fair enough. I know you like that. Like my honestly, my first RPG game, kind of ever. I remember being like seven or eight years old. My buddy Vince came over one day. He was like, "You gotta fucking check this game out," and that was it. It ruined my life for years. Seeing, I never got into that one just because like it was the same thing when that hit. Everyone, of course, everyone mm. on a PC. I I remember we used to be able to play that at school even like yep. it wasn't blocked or anything. Yep. But I just, I couldn't get into it. The start, and I think it was the graphics too. It was too grindy. It was too kind of broken. Yeah, that's Your fair. arrow animations and everything. That's fair. So like, I, I get it that. for an RPG, but I, I hate that game. It's still a game that I'll like look at once in a while. It's like, man, I missed that. And then I'll play it for five seconds. It's like, wow, I don't miss this. Fair enough. Like like you said, the grindiness kills. And it's just, like, it's so blocky. That kills me. Yeah. It's gotten better, but it's like. It's gotten more broken. So when you go back and play, though, do you still play, uh, like, the original, or do you play the updated? No, I play the original, like, they've got the the 07 version, they call it. Yeah. And the the current up-to-date one, I won't play the up-to-date one. It's like an awful version of WoW, to be honest. (laughs) Like, 15 skill bars that don't fucking work. It's so bad. Oh, really? Oh, it's so bad. (laughs) All right, 23, go ahead. 23. This is, I played this on Windows 94, I think. I don't even think I had a computer with Windows 94 on it. So this was the first time, like, I do all my chores. The first game that I ever played, which probably isn't good for the rating of it, but Duke Nukem 3D. Ooh, okay. That was my first first-person shooter. It got me into it. The speed of it, just grinding through everything. Yeah. All the catchphrases and stuff. The blood and gore for what it was. I'm going to rip your head off and shit down your neck. Exactly. Hidden levels, like, awesome. I loved it. You know what? I didn't even fucking think of any of the Duke Nukem games for my list. (laughs) Oh, man, that's a good pick. I'll give you that. That's a good pick, and I don't even hate it at 23. I'll give you that. And uh, the only reason for that is it's been so long. Yeah, it's just old. It's an old game. But, yeah, like you said, one of the first kind of FPS games, that and Doom. Yep. Yeah, which neither made my list. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and that's just it. I played that so much as a kid. I never got into even the older or the new Doom games. Like, I've played a lot of them. Yeah. But I've never completed a single one. No. No, I agree with that. All right. 23 for me. um, Super Mario Party. Okay. That is not the most recent one because they have Super Mario Party Superstars, I think, or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. But this is the first one that came out on the Switch. 
Okay, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed Mario Party on N64 and on the Wii and whatever, but with the new kind of uh, gyro controls on the Switch, I think it makes a lot of the mini games more immersive and more fun. And that's why I picked that one over the old See, ones. See, and actually, I'll say that too. I like that pick. And for you, because I know you like playing it socially, I'm surprised it's that low. Only because I'm only having fun with it when I'm winning. It's one of those games that if like the AI... I have to throw this out there that I won our last game. We're going to skip past that. I'm going to put it back out there that it's only fun if I'm winning. If the AI starts to fuck me or if the people that I'm with start to fuck me, I immediately don't have fun anymore. Yeah, I witnessed that because, uh, again, Bailey lost the other night. And I proceeded to get incoherently drunk because of it. All right. 22, what do you got? This is one. It was a tough one between the first and second game. I love the franchise, and it was one. It's it's one of the campaign games that I just I got so immersed in as a kid, as a kid, young adult. I yeah. can't remember exactly when. Mid teens. But it's just like it absorbed me. You blast the audio, you get right into it. You don't want to take your headphones off for any reason and just play it. And that was Bioshock Two. Ooh, good pick. Okay. And it was just for that reason, like the first one, the story's so good. And then they released the trailers for the second, and it was just so story orientated. Yeah, you get to go back there. You're building on all the same characters, but then kind of the creepiness to it that keeps coming. The little sisters, the big sisters, like it just made it so much fun. It was like when you are that age, arguably one of the first quote unquote horror games you play. Yeah, because it can be spooky sometimes. Well, that's just it. You're you're so absorbed it's, in your audio. Yeah. yeah, I like that. That's a good pick. When you were first talking about it, I thought you were going to pick one out of the franchise I have here. So you got Bioshock 2. I have Far Cry 3. Okay, yeah. Big fan of the early Far Cries up until Primal. Yeah, I didn't play Primal. I really liked Primal, and I really liked Far Cry 3. This was like one of my first um, kind of newer-gen multiplayer games. I remember playing it on Xbox 360, and it was like one of the only multiplayer games I actually played pvp oh really before that is one that i forgot to even put on the list which i'm actually going to change right now but <laughs> before that i didn't really play pvp shooter games like far cry 3 i don't think make, i've ever played far cry as a pvp game i know you could do custom maps you could like make your own maps and shit the act of healing of like pulling a bullet out of your wrist and then resetting your fingers just looked so cool to me as like a 13 year old kid <laughs> It was ugly, but I liked it. See, I'm trying to remember because there's so many of them. I think I plugged a ridiculous amount of time into Far Cry 2. I kind of skipped 3. I played a lot of 4 because that was it's relatively newer. Yeah. And I can't remember which one. I started an additional one after 4, and it just faded out for me. The games get so big. Yeah. There's so much farming. It's just unless you're committing that much time to it, the story wasn't immersive enough to keep me playing through hundred hours of gameplay kind of thing plus that's all fair. the side stuff that's fair yeah like after after primal i really fell off i don't think i've played one since but all right okay so, so 21 yep this is like i i wish i could have counted this as a kid for how much time i had into it but oh. there was just no way this is gonna be good and for me it was pokemon yellow oh okay i never played yellow that was i played i played pretty much every pokemon up until i don't know six years ago yeah but like blue red but yellow was the go-to is the first one that i got 
and I just played the shit out of it. That's fair. I I had red. I didn't have yellow. I had red, and I sank a lot of hours into red. So I can respect that pick. I like that pick from you. And it was the same thing. I, I was late to get a Game Boy even. I think it was a hand-me-down when all the different stuff came out. Yeah. Everybody and has Game Boy Advance, and you finally get the Game Boy Color. Exactly. Yeah. And I it was just you. sitting there grinding it. That's fair. That's a good pick. I like that pick. I'm going in the complete opposite direction for my 21 here. <laughs> uh, I have Left 4 Dead 2. I didn't even think about that. I played that a lot, too. I played that a lot. It was one of the, again, like one of the kind of PvP games that you could have a lot of fun with. Like, if you had eight friends, that was the perfect kind of... See, was game. that pre-COD Zombies? Uh, I don't know, because honestly, I hate COD Zombies. I would just the fuck out of me. It's not even on my list, but like, because I, the original COD Zombies, when that first came out, yeah, and like World at War. No, was it that one? Yeah, Call of Duty 5. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that one, we played the fuck out of that, like nonstop, and I loved it. Okay. After that game, whatever, they convoluted it really badly. Mm-hmm. But same thing, Left 4 Dead. I didn't even think about it, but it was the same thing. It was that first one where you could kind of seamlessly jump in with like three other friends. Yeah. And it was fun all the time. And like, I kind of got a taste of it. Like, we just played, uh, not crap. I can't remember the name. But the most recent, like, Left 4 Dead knockoff game is essentially what it is. And it was very similar feeling. It was the same fucking game. (laughs) But it just brings you back, and it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. This is why I like these kind of story driven zombie games. And Left 4 Dead 2 is the one that set that off for me. I, okay, I agree with that. I'm surprised. So we're coming on number 20, and I'm not sure if you're going to like this one or not. But so far, there's no, like, really? really. No, no, I, I'm not upset with any of your picks yet. We'll see if you think. I don't know if you've ever play, like played these ones in depth. So my number 20 was just because it was a super, super social game. Ooh, okay. And everyone at the time played it. Like, it was nonstop. It was everywhere. If it's StarCraft, I'm going to boo you. It wasn't. If you didn't play this, though, you were just like, no one. Okay. And I, I won't lie, I sucked at it to start, and that's Guitar Hero 3. Oh, good pick. I debated putting that on my list forever. Good fucking pick. Good fucking pick. I like that pick. That one was the one. It was the most relevant music that like I paid attention to. Yeah. I think that game at the time blew up every song that was on it. It became relevant everywhere. I think that was the first one to introduce the, uh, the guitar battles as well. Yeah. Yeah. So that's Before, what I mean. It was just... This was the first oh, game in school. Pick. We put it up on like the projector, and it was a lunchtime thing. Who yeah. was better? I remember they did like a uh, a local Guitar Hero tournament at the at the library. So I mean, they were everywhere. Yeah, they did it at the library of all places, and I went as like a fourteen year old kid and just fucking shredded it. <laughs> like that game, so much fun. I love that pick. Love that. Pick. Yeah, out of everything else, because like I got into some of the other Guitar Heroes, Rock Band when it came out, and Guitar Hero Three just hit harder. Yeah. Okay, I love that. I love that. So my number 20, we said we're on? Yeah, number 20. Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance 2. Nope, haven't heard of it. Haven't heard Have you played any of the Baldur's Gate ones? Nope. Okay, so it's uh, it's kind of your typical top-down RPG game. A lot like Diablo, kind of. Oh, okay. But um, you'd only pick four classes, four players. There's like a dwarf, rogue, paladin, and something else i don't know so like d2 a lot like that but it was very co-op oriented as in if you already had a dwarf on the team that's it somebody else has to play a different character yeah so you could only ever have four people going at the same time it was 
a console game, so it was kind of um, it was slower paced, but it it felt like the the bosses That's probably and why. stuff. I'm just my console's lacking. That's fair, but it felt like the bosses were just it was a slower fight than on like your PCD two games. Okay, but it was kind of how old is it then? Fuck, I don't know. Two thousand four, two thousand six, maybe. PS2. I played it on PS2. Oh, it looks a lot like Diablo. 2004. Yes. 2004. Okay, that's what I thought. I played it on PS2, and it was it was kind of my game that I would play when my computer stopped handling D2. Because there, there, <laughs> sure there was a point in time where Windows 98 just didn't cut it anymore. <laughs> that's awesome. Just so you're aware, it's out on the Switch now. Yes, they have released a couple new games since then, and they remastered a couple. Let's say it was remastered. Yeah, and I'm debating on picking it up. But <laughs> one of my favorite fucking games. Okay, yeah, I don't know that one, but I, I could see right from the images that it's very D2-ish. Yeah. So I can't shit on that, that's for sure. Thank you, appreciate that. <laughs> this one I played with a lot for number 19 on, like, where it would go in my list. Yeah. And it, even looking at it now, it probably should be a little bit higher, but so be it. And that was Super Mario World that I played on the Super Nintendo. Okay. I don't even think I played that one. I don't think I've ever honestly played a Super Nintendo. Oh, really? Yeah. That was, when I was growing up, it was my daycare. It was the only console I ever had. I didn't own one at home till years later. But she had a Super Nintendo, and that was, like, the game. You had all your worlds to go through, all the classic yeah. stuff, had the Yoshi in it, and it was the one you get off elementary school and you just plug hours in. I don't hate that pick. Definitely one of my least favorite of the Mario games, just, like, because it's fucking 8-bit and whatever. But yeah. I don't hate it. I'll give you that. That's all I can say on it. Fair enough. I just... That's one of the ones that's nostalgic. And even now, like, I'm not a big Nintendo person. The Mario games or whatever and the 3D stuff. But I think because it was so hard and green from back there, you just always have your respect for it. Yeah, I agree with that. And that's... That kind of falls in the same pick as my 19. I'm going to be honest. I have uh, 007 GoldenEye on the N64. Okay, okay. Falling it, it. This was another one that I was like, ah, it should be higher, but yeah, I don't know. All I can remember is your fucking running around golden gun is odd job, just having a goddamn good time. Seeing that, it's funny because I always reflect the most damaging game I ever played that was split screen, as in yeah. like walls, oh, yeah. controllers, everything was for me was um COD 4. Okay, yep. There's like shipment with shotguns. Yeah. That would end friendships. Oh, yeah. But that instantly brings me back to GoldenEye because that's where that started. That was the first split screen game that you were ready to kill your friend next to you. We used to have to hang a bed sheet from the roof, split right down the middle yeah. of the TV just to prevent the screen peeking. Yeah, it, that's probably got, the game that that was the first term. It got ugly. I believe that. That's the same thing. But I got to pay my respects. I liked a couple of the other 007 games. Like I played Quantum of Solace, had a good time, but this one... It had to be on the list. It's so nostalgic. It's probably one of the only games on the N64 that I waited the whole time for the intro to come on. Yeah, that's fair. Almost every time. Good intro. I agree <laughs> with that. All right. 18 we're at. What do you got? You're going to hate this one. Perfect. So it was higher. I had to like reassess my list and bring it down. That's where I'm falling in Fortnite. <laughs> Mine didn't even make the fucking list, man. <laughs> it had to for me. Like I've I've played longer than you since season one, and it's just I've got so much time and money invested that I still 
don't get me wrong, the game pisses me off a lot, but I can always come back to it. Not only would, is that currently not on my top 25, I don't even know if that would make my top 50. I Really? Like, we've talked about it on the show a couple times. I've been playing it. You've been playing it, whatever. I'm not playing it because I like the game. <laughs> I'm playing it because Warzone is fucking terrible, and there's no other BRs right now. So what happens if Warzone makes my list? If Warzone makes your list, we're cutting the episode. I'm done. I'm going home. <laughs> That's it. That's all it is. But okay. Whatever. Like I said, it's just I've there's so much there that there's not other games that I could place on the list that honestly beat it out for me. Okay. Wow. Then you have <laughs> 17 mistakes if there's not more better to go on your list. I'll be honest with you. But okay. <laughs> Number 18 for me. Uh, the only real fighting game on my list, Mortal Kombat Shaolin Monks. So this was, I think, the first almost kind of open-world campaign um, Mortal Kombat. i say that pretty loosely. But it was based on Liu Kang, the fire martial art kickbox guy. Yeah. And I can't remember his name, but he wore the hat with the blade on it. The stereotypical I Asian I can see hat. who it's looking. Yeah. yeah. The lightning guy. So this was, you know, you kind of go around. There's a lot of NPC fighting, kind of like a Dynasty Warriors game yeah. before you actually got to fight your real opponents. See, and I don't mind that pick. And I, I thought back to it. I, I didn't play the Mortal Kombat's as much. I played a lot more Street Fighter. Yeah, and I never played that. But I kept the fighting off because the campaigns, every time I played them, I found they kind of got old for me. Yeah. I wasn't grindy enough to want to get that much better. Yeah. And then it was so aggravating to pvp in it because that yeah, was the no. split screen one and it's almost as bad as wwe back then where it was just button mashing mm -hmm. and i hated every second of it and that's kind of why this is the only fighting in to make my list is i did not hate the campaign fair enough because it was kind of you know open world you beat your npcs and then you have your real not real but you actually have your other mortal kombat characters to fight that's why I made the list. I'm still leaving it at that. I, I, there's not a single fighter game on here, and it's for that reason. I gotta pay my respects to the fighting games, man. I, I even, do it. I played a lot of For Honor when it first came out, and then I really thought in depth on it, and I'm like, no, I fucking hated that game. I have it downloaded, and I have never <laughs> even opened it. So, <laughs> I was that was when I was excited. It was beta. It was everything. Practice, practice, practice. Find out that button mash and especially on release kind of worked. Yeah. It was like uninstalled. Done. When they're still figuring out the net code and it's just like, oh, I'm getting my shit pushed in. Exactly. No shot. Yeah. All right. Uh, 17 we're on, I think. 17. Yeah. Okay. This one, again, I fought with it. It should have probably been a little bit higher and I couldn't pinpoint it on any game. So this one I'm labeling as more of a franchise. Okay. And it was my introduction into competitive PC gaming and that was Age of Empires. Okay, I don't think I've ever played a single Age of Empires game, so I can't even knock you on it. It's just what I liked. The top-down strategy game, unit maintenance, uh, macroing on your keyboard, unit control. It just got me into it, and I loved it. Okay. I won't lie. It started off with you do sandbox mode. You put in every fucking sheet that you possibly can, and <laughs> you're just God. And you steamroll everyone. Okay, fair enough. From there, my friends got better, and it was the first game that, for that kind of game, I was by far the worst out of my friends. Ooh. And it was like, okay, now I've learned. You can sit here and grind, work on mechanics, and then you see improvement. Yeah. And that that was the most rewarding part of that. I always played it. 
but it didn't have to be like a PVP. I could easily jump into the campaign and just enjoy it. Fair enough. All right. 17 for me is kind of, uh, like you were saying, more of a franchise put in there for me. Not necessarily can I pick a game to put on the list, but that was uh, Medal of Honor. Okay. Like console? Yes. Yeah. So I think the last one I played was probably just Medal of Honor on PlayStation 3, I think. Mm Mm-hmm. But it was kind of one of those games where the Call of Duties that were coming out that year sucked. Like they were, I think it was like Ghosts or something. Oh, like okay, Ghosts yeah, maybe the in between. Yeah, and I and I didn't really, never really a huge fan of Battlefield. Like I did enjoy some early Battlefield stuff, but there was, was a looking, couple of those games that I had to fight with my list, and they they didn't make the cut. I know, and I got one pretty high up, and I'm not sure if you're gonna love it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the Medal of Honor games, it was kind of just. They were always foolproof when the other one sucked, and that's why I put it on here. Fair enough. Okay, I can agree with that. I've never had like a bad Medal of Honor. It's just never been my first pick. For me, I always found the Medal of Honor that the um, the PvP was pretty clunky. Yeah. And then the campaign, it was so much more like slow story driven. Yes. That I couldn't I stay interested on it for too long. I'd never really played the campaigns. This was strictly like. Me and my buddy both bought Medal of Honor that year instead of Call of Duty, and we just PvP'd. Fair enough. I, yeah, I don't blame you for that, then. All right. 16. I say, I know you'll like this. You might not like what I picked it over. Okay. So, for me, number 16 is D3. Interesting. Okay. So, I'm going in on Diablo 3. So, this tells me D2 is not even on your list. It is not. Okay, now I hate you. But carry on. What were you going to say? And that just comes down to the point where... I have more time in D3. With the seasons and everything? Just everything, yeah. yeah. I ground way harder. I have more maxed out characters. Yeah. And the thing is, like, D2 obviously still holds the place that got me involved, got me going on everything. And I love the nostalgia of the remastered and going back to it. Yeah, we had a lot of fun when it first came out. But for me, it just pushes on to the thing that when D3 came out, the graphics were so much better. Everything was cleaner, and that's what really appealed to me. Even all the cinematics and stuff. I found it way more immersive than just kind of the like D2 kind of gives me a side scroller 64 bit feel like I just didn't like it as Absolutely. much. Absolutely. I agree with that. That's fair. You're not going to like where I put D2 then on my list. <laughs> it's on there. Uh, okay. So my 16, this is kind of like the, uh, the children's edition of Grand Theft Auto. Okay. But I had so much fun with it. And that is the Simpsons hit and run. Okay, I think I played that on PS2. Yeah, PS2. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Like, there's no better way to put it is a is a children's Grand Theft Auto. Oh game. my god, that actually just made me think I should have put Twisted Metal on my list. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> that would have been fuck good pick. But yeah, you know, like I had GTA 3 growing up. Yeah, like probably shouldn't have, but whatever. But The Simpsons Hit and Run is just hit different, man. That's it, funny. It I, I fun. see. I remember that game too. It like, was fun. It's not anywhere near my list, but. Just saying that gives me vivid memories of it. Like It's beaten out a lot of decent games. It's just I had so much fucking fun with it, and that's the only reason. Not a great game, not a greatly made game, but fun. Well, that's just it. That's the perks of these lists. Like It's your personal thing. You give this, you publish this on IGN, you just get roasted in the oh, freaking comments. Oh, we'd be fucking annihilated. <laughs> that would be the end of our writing careers if we wrote a list with these fucking games on it. Yeah. No, I, I like that, actually. That's just a fun one. All right. So we're getting into the top 15 now. Yeah, so we're at 15. This is where my golden eye sits. Okay. This is the first game on our list that is on both our lists. Yeah. 
Goldeneye for me came in at 15 for the same reasons yep. that we hit on. Yeah, I can't hate you for that at all. Okay, good pick. Mine, uh, 15, Fallout 4. Oh, okay. This was a this was a tough one between Fallout 4 and New Vegas. Yeah. Uh, I didn't love 3. And I think I 4 had the better campaign. Like and I story. never played 1 and 2. Well, Fallout 4 hits for me because it had, like, you had options, right? You could go with the institution, you could go with the rebels, you could go wherever. There was a couple different options, like story options. Yeah. And I played them all. Like I made sure to complete them each way. And that's why it sits on there for me over Fallout New Vegas. See, and I actually just have to throw that in as a tangent. That's another big reason that I liked Bioshock 2. Yeah. Because it had alternate endings. Yeah. And this is a... Uh, I was debating, like, oh, should I touch on the whole Fallout 76 fiasco? But... <laughs> If you know, you know. That's yeah. all I'm gonna say. That's funny though, like, because they were all relevant for me too. It's just it's a franchise I never got into in that sense. No, I didn't really either. Like, I played three a little. I played New Vegas a good amount. I played Fallout Four so much that I pre-ordered seventy six. I played seventeen seconds of seventy six, and I'll never <laughs> fucking buy a game again from them. Actually, just as a side note, it's a completely different franchise. And did you ever play Mass Effect? Yes. Not a whole lot. I think I started Mass Effect 2, just kind of dabbled, and I played a little bit of Mass Effect 3, and that's about it. Okay, I was just curious, because same thing, that on paper hits all the checkboxes that I like in a campaign game, like very deep RPG. Yeah. And it's the same thing, it. I couldn't get into it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, uh, 14 for you we're at. 14. Uh, so this is, I think it's my only sports game. And that, for me, is coming in at NHL 94. PS1? For me, it was PC. Holy shit. Okay. And that's why. That got me started on it. I remember going over to my uncle's house, actually, and he showed it to me for the first time. And then I just became a hockey addict on PC. Okay. Wow. I don't even have a sport. I dabble. I debated putting NHL 03 on here. Yeah. But I don't have a single sports game on here. I don't hate you for that take. I don't think I ever played 94. I think I started it with 99 on the PS1. Yeah. On PC baffles me. That's a, that's a <laughs> surprise for me. See, and I think it was almost one of the last ones they did on PC because yeah. they've dropped hockey since and they've never brought it back. And it was actually a that's juggle true. between 94 and for me personally, it was 2021. And that's oh, just because later. it yeah, came yeah. out remastered. Like the new engine with that, it came out... I, I put a lot of hours into that one. Yeah. But it just, I had to go back to it because. Yeah, what brought you into the franchise? Exactly. My parents probably hated me because that was the first EA game where I ran around the house quoting the fucking loading screen. EA Sports. It's in the game. Exactly. They hated every second of love it. I that. guarantee it. All right. I love that pick. Good fucking pick. Okay, so we're coming in at 14. This is my only real quote unquote strategy game on here. I have Command and Conquer Red Alert 2. I can respect that. It was probably the only one I ever really played. It was the the really game that I realized you don't really need mechanics if you can figure out the buggy shit. Yeah. Because I can remember just cloning like 700 of your just walking soldiers and marching them all into the base. Well, see, and I remember that one. It was very much a, uh, a balanced thing. Like yes. it didn't matter on mechanics. There was just there were hard counters to everything. Yep. And if you had the right equation, you won. Period. Yep. No matter what. I I played a lot of strategy games before that, 
and then I had found same thing. This is like back when it was 98 or something. And I found a red alert disc, like a trio. It had three yeah. different versions on it, plugged it in. I was like, okay, this is fun, but it's nowhere near my list just because I committed a lot more time to other strategy games. Yeah, that's fair. And that's, that's why this is my only strategy game on here. It's the only one I really played until Civ six recently. Okay. Yeah. So that that's why it had to be on the list. And it's quite high, honestly. I'll I'll admit it, but I put a lot of fucking hours in. Yeah, and see, I juggled with the Civ games because Civ Five should be on my list, and it's not. Never played. And it. that's probably because I have like two thousand hours in that game. <laughs> that's so Just for that reason, that's I can so guarantee you that I probably didn't enjoy seventeen hundred hours while I was losing. But it was oh just one that it was so much gameplay. Okay, we're at the half point in the list. I'm taking a timeout. I got to pour another drink. Let's talk about the drink a little bit. I'm loving it. You're loving it? I yeah. know, me too. I fucking, I polished mine off and. You added the games. seven up to the Smirnoff Pink Lemonade. And you, it, you lose the, if you try it as a sipping drink, it's kind of bitter and it's very liquory. Yes, I agree. You cut it with the seven up and this is an awesome late drink. Yeah, this is a summertime drink for sure. Yeah. The fact that it's coming out in late January is incredible, <laughs> but that's okay. We just had a hot heat wave, so. Yeah, that's true. So, what do you give the vodka as a vodka? For me, I'm going to honestly give it like a six. Yeah, it's not great. It comes in like, no, nothing about it stands out. I got it below a Pink Whitney. I'm putting it at like a five. Like I agree a five. with that, yeah. I thought it was going to be a lot better than a Pink Whitney. But I blame that on the higher percent, too. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, so then mixed drink, Smirnoff Pink, and 7-Up. With like, if we put a lime slice in this, oh, good I th- call. this would sit at like a nine. Yeah, without a lime slice, probably seven and a half. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. But I am liking it. This chilled. If you had everything nice and cold, this would be delicious. This will definitely come out to the lake this year yeah. if we can find it. Yeah, well, we're almost done this bottle already, honestly. So <laughs> thank God we got a driver. Yes, again, drink responsibly, and not drive. Dr- drink and drive responsibly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, where are we? We are at number 13. Okay, you're up. For me, I, I had a hard time placing this game, and it beats out its newer version just because of amount of time played. Okay. And that's Forza 4. So Horizon 4. Yep. I don't hate that. And it's one I totally didn't think of. It should have made my list, but I didn't. So that was the uh, – was that the one in England? Yeah. Yes. And it was a hard tie. I fought with this since I put it on the list. Is between Forza 4 and Need for Speed Underground 2. Ooh, did Underground 2 make the list? It didn't. I, I, I really? left it to one racing game. I couldn't decide. Oh. And it just became the generations of it. Like, Need for Speed Underground 2 got so much time played. Mm-hmm. The soundtrack's so nostalgic. I still get chills when I hear it. And the customization of it all. But then when it just came down to Forza 4, the amount played... But it, it really came down to the amount of support. Just the newer game, and there was so much content that kept coming out for it. Yeah. It was unbelievable. That's fair. I, I can't bitch about it because I honestly didn't play 4. I played a lot of 3 when you were in uh, Mexico. Yeah. Played a lot of 3, and then recently you and I have got into 5. But I did not play 4. Yeah, was it? Yeah. Okay. I don't hate that. Uh, 13 for me. A game I never beat, a game I never really put a whole lot of hours into, but a game 
that the mechanics and graphics for me were unbeaten when I first picked it up, and that is Elder Scrolls Skyrim. Oh, okay. I played a decent amount of Oblivion. Skyrim came out. I I fucking love the game. I probably haven't played it in five or more years. See, I, it's funny that you say that. I don't think I beat it either fully. I, I never really beat it, but it was a game that I had a lot of fun with, and I liked how in-depth the map was. See, and I agree with that. I didn't like the graphics when it first released. It just was too um, canvassy, like everything was kind of spread out. Yeah, it never really popped. There was never really anything to. It's probably the most common the game that I've gone back and attempted with a shit ton of mods in it. Yes, and that's kind of why it made the list. The PC mod support is incredible. It is, and again, I didn't play Oblivion. I play, I can't even remember the name of it. I played the Elder Scrolls pre Oblivion. Whatever the hell it was, yeah. Yeah, it was on PC. Elder Scrolls three, I think on an old laptop it was brutal i got into that game a lot because the same thing right off the bat the character customization sucked me right in yeah short of that that's where those that entire series left off that's fair i think my biggest competition to that again actually too i didn't like the point of view in it for that style of game like it didn't hit right i liked that you could change between first and third person for me my biggest competition to skyrim at the time was dragon age Never played it. And I committed way harder to Dragon Age. I did never even fucking downloaded the game. Just as far as RPGs go. Fair enough. Okay. I can't follow you. So we are at 12 then. We are at 12. And this is probably the most difficult game on my list that pissed me off so badly. I never finished it. I, this is one I would like beg friends to help me and It just it pissed me off so much. This is going to be good. And that was Bloodborne. Oh, Wow. Bloodborne made your list at 12? Yeah. It's the same thing. I wanted so bad to keep grinding and playing that. And I just... It was one that... It beat me. I never finished. Whole, I didn't even fucking think of that game. That's an incredible pick. I love that pick this high from you, honestly. <laughs> I didn't commit nearly as hard to any of the Darksiders or anything. But Bloodborne just beat me down. Okay. You know what? Fair enough. I'm not even going to... I'm not even going to shit on you for that pick. <laughs> Okay, uh, my 12 is my first third-person game. Okay. Uh, PS2, SOCOM 2. Oh, okay. Ever play the SOCOM series? I Not devoutly. I never really jumped into the PlayStation very much, but I have played it. Yeah. So SOCOM, as I was growing up, was the shooter in my house. Oh, really? If you were playing shooters, we were fucking playing SOCOM. <laughs> we had three PlayStation 2s at one point in time, all on different TVs downstairs. And myself and my cousin and my other buddy would all just fucking rip SOCOM 2. I honestly don't think I got a PlayStation 2 until like the Xbox 360 came out. That's fair. I never had an Xbox until the Xbox 360. Like I never had the classic one. Yeah. So we were always a PS2 until the Xbox 360 came out. I won't lie. I was up until way later in my life. I was multiple generations behind every console. Okay, fair enough. But no, I, I do like that pick. Because again, I played it. It was fun. I just It was never one ever that I owned or gave time to. That was like the first game that I played with uh, voice chat. Oh, man. <laughs> Being eight years old, screaming at fucking fully grown men on a SOCOM game. Whew. You're part of the problem. No, no, I wasn't part of the problem. I was the problem. There you go. At least you know it. <laughs> All right, 11, what do you got? 11 for me was probably one of the 
hardest times I've ever dove into a campaign and probably my quickest completion time start to finish. And that was Horizon Zero Dawn. Okay. It just, it sucked me right in with everything about it. The graphics came out good and I just, I killed that game. I'm surprised this isn't in your top 10, to be honest. I hear you talk about the game. Like, I know you're absolutely stoked for the next Horizon to come out. Yeah, as I don't have a PlayStation anymore. But I'm, I'm surprised this isn't in your top 10, to be honest. It just shows my top 10 so much better. If there is a single game that I disagree with in your top 10, <laughs> we're going to redo this in a month. <laughs> All right. Um, I, yeah, I can't even say anything. I, I never even really played that game. I played a little bit of it, but I know you talk about it a lot, so that's why I'm surprised. If you ever see it come on sale on PC, because it's on PC now, yep. definitely just go for it. All right. It's a very good campaign game. All right. Uh, number 11 for me, this is this is my only sports game. Okay. Quotes. Tony Hawk's American Wasteland. Okay, yeah. So this is kind of the one that really sucked me in because it was more open world. Yeah. And I remember that. Like the whole doing all the challenges to make your own park. Yeah. That was so much fun for me. Actually, even just saying that, I forgot about like all the customization in those games. Mm -hmm. It was unreal. It got wild. I debated this between um, this and Tony Hawk's... What the fuck was it? Underground? Yeah. Yeah. It was that or this, and I just had to go American Wasteland. I had so much fun with it. There's one part in it where you try to do like a backflip off a wall that I could never do. I always got my cousin to do that mission for me, and then I was like, all right, I'm good to go. I can do everything <laughs> else, but I could never master that fucking backflip. That's awesome. I haven't played a skateboard game. I know there's a couple that have come out recently. I just I haven't played any of them. No, that was the last one I played as well, but it was so much fun. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I like that pick. All right, we're coming into the top 10. This is where this is where that's going to start to get controversial, and I'm going to start yelling. All I know is you're going to hate my number one. My number one, you're going to love. My number 10, though, and again, this is probably second on highest of all time hours put into a game. And I just, I love the campaign. I love the characters. I love everything about this game. I love the co-op. Like, okay. I, I would still turn on a computer right now and play this game. Okay. And that's Borderlands 2. Ooh, we are so close. <laughs> okay, I love that pick. Love that fucking pick. I've I've played an unreal amount of that game. Yep. Okay. I love that pick. That's all I can say. <laughs> Great game. Number one, very good. Number three, eh, it was okay. Number two, such a good game. So on a side note, though, who is your favorite franchise character? Like anyone from the games? Roland, 100%. Hell no. Tiny Tina. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Whatever. Okay. My number 10, and this is another one. I kind of balanced it. It probably should have been higher, but I got a lot of games that I really like above it. That was uh, Gears of War 3. Okay, yeah. So this is the only Gears game that made the list, but I didn't even really play the PvP in this. But the story in all the Gears of War games and how they kind of linked up together was fucking incredible for me. I agree with that. It was good. I don't. I honestly don't think I played any multiplayer in Gears. This was probably like the first video game that I cried because of the campaign. All I can think of for the Gears now is the biggest thing that's nostalgic was the Lonely World ads 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. All I can remember when I think of this game is Dom driving the bomb truck. Yeah. Waiting to meet his wife. That's when I cry. I just cry deeply. Like, at 15 years old, man, I'm just, like, crying my fucking eyes out. Your mom comes in here, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Hey, well, I'm playing a shooting game. All right. Okay. Two good top 10 picks for us, I think. I agree with I'm that. I'm not pissed off with either of those picks. Let's see. Nine. Uh, I don't know if you played this or not, but you can't shit on it. It's just, I bet you a lot of people, at least from my age group specifically, this would hit in the top 10. And that's uh, Zelda The Ocarina of Time. Yeah, I can't shit on it because I honestly never played a Zelda game. Really? Yeah, I just didn't do it. This was the first one. This is probably the first game ever that I learned that like you could go online and look up guides. Oh, okay. Because it was farming certain weapons, certain gear, beating like the temples or like finding Easter eggs. Yeah. Walkthroughs. Okay. Because it was fucking hard playing at whatever, 12 years old. Yeah. So yeah, that's fair. N64, we put a ridiculous amount of time into that. I think you're kind of right. Like, you are, fuck, four or five years older than I am. I think that's where you're right. My age group did not play a whole lot of Nintendo games, to be honest. Yeah. Like, we had Goldeneye and we had Mario. But none of my buddies ever were like, hey, you want to come over and play Zelda? Mm-hmm. It's like, no, we fucking came over and played PS2. Just, just yeah, different, see, different age groups, really. I think it was N64 and then based right around the, like the original Xbox. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I can't shit on that. Never really played it. Number nine, uh, easy for me, Borderlands 2. Okay. So we were very close there, yeah. being your number 10, my number nine. My favorite of the series, I'll keep going back to that one. Same thing, like consistently. I probably play that game once or twice a year, like where I go in and play for a week or something. Yep. All right. I really enjoy that. Content with that. All right, so what are we on? Eight. This is... Where it starts to get ugly? (laughs) I don't think you'll like this one, but it was my first game that I got good at competitively, like to the point where I practiced so hard. There was a lot of my friends I could just shit on, and I loved every second of it. Is it League? It was the first time I ground for like a ranked level. Is it League? Nope, it's StarCraft II. Ah, fuck. I was really hoping that wasn't going to make your list. (laughs) I'm a big hater of the StarCraft series. I love them. Uh, see, now I'm worried that we haven't heard League from you yet. Because <laughs> we're, we're at number eight, and we haven't heard League. I'm concerned as to how high it is on the list. StarCraft 2 hits home. I love... Like, I, I was a player on StarCraft 1 on whatever, Windows 98. Yeah. Like, I was big into those PC games. I had all the expansions. I got into all the character lore. It was the first time I ever got the graphic art book and everything. Okay. Like, I was into StarCraft. I hate that pick, and that's where I'm going to leave it. <laughs> I hate the StarCraft series, and I hated the sweatiness of it, so that's where I'm going to leave that I pick. Say, I feel like you hate it because you sucked at it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. When I was younger, oh, not even, throughout my lifetime, I don't really play games that I'm not the best at. Yeah. So. That was the one that, that, that probably assisted to my ability to type and know where my keys are more than anything I've ever done. That was RuneScape for me. It was just constantly like talking shit or trying to sell things on RuneScape. So <laughs> I understand that, but I still hate your pick. Fair enough. I don't know if you're going to love We're this gonna one We're going to have to download me. that one of these days. We're not fucking downloading that game. <laughs> don't know if you're going to love this one for me, but it's just like my go-to game. If I'm having a terrible time playing anything else, I will always pick it up. It's always going to be downloaded on any PC I have. That is Minecraft. Okay. I see, and I weighed with that, like, putting it on my list. 
and I just I couldn't decide. Yeah, I don't I don't judge that at all. It's a game. Everyone's like, oh, kids play that game. Well, yeah, they do, but it's still fucking fun. Yeah, I don't have a single problem with the game. It's if Call of Duty's not going well, if Fortnite's not going well, I don't care because I Although, can hop into Minecraft and have fun. I know you did a lot more of the the custom games and stuff where I haven't done that in Minecraft. For me, it's always been like a lean back in your chair, put Netflix on the other monitor, and just enjoy it, have fun. doesn't matter if it's survival or creative. Oh, no. So I was always survival but it was always modded survival for me okay i thought you played like a bunch of the fun mini game crap uh i played a little bit of it like i i played the uh fuck what it was it like the hunger games versions um like the bed wars i played a little bit of that but it was always like modded survival like even you and i kind of did it well that's what i mean like we had fun with it the only I think the only reason we didn't commit a lot to it is there's just at the time there's too much other shit going on. Yeah. And as of right now with nothing to play, it's one of those games I keep seeing on my desktop and it's like, you know what? I wouldn't hate getting back into it. My only thing with that is I don't like that no matter what pretty much it costs to run your server. Yes. Like to do it properly. Unless you have like a dedicated PC to just be your server PC. But even then, because that's what I did when I first got into it. We did that. I built pretty much a pc for it and it was just the maintenance with updates and everything it was sucked yes it is a hassle and that's why i just do it smp honestly. yeah but no i i like that i think that's a good top 10 honestly thank you i appreciate that all right so we are your number seven my number seven this is probably like my biggest like guilty pleasure game it's gonna be fucking terrible and it just goes in to kind of what you said with like seeing me jump on like the random sim games oh yeah and for me, it's SimCity. I don't hate that. The amount of time that I have into that game just to casually unwind or challenge myself against disasters. Like, I love SimCity. I always do. The management of it, big game for me. I don't hate that. Okay. I've played it all the way since, like, SimCity 90-something. My mom got me into it. It was a game she used to play when I was a kid. That's awesome. And it just it took off and continued. That is awesome. The only game my mother ever showed me was Frogger. It was the only game that she had like the hand-eye coordination to play, and I just could not put it on my list. I just remember seeing it on the PC when she was playing it. I was like, what is that? So like, this is the grown-up game. Like, You don't get to play this yeah. one. Just because it was like out of my mental grasp at yeah. that time. And then by the time you like get on the PC, you're like, no, I'm, I'm going to figure yeah, this I'll out. I'll fucking play this game. Okay, I don't hate that pick. I know you are kind of a, a sim builder, and I don't I don't hate that at all. So my number seven, we did talk about this a couple weeks ago when this uh, list kind of first came out. This is uh, Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare, the original Modern Warfare. Okay, yeah, I, I love that pick, honestly. So this is original shipment. This is, it had the 1v1s. This is the first Call of Duty that wasn't. I midnight released that game, actually. I waited in line at Future Shop. Yeah, I think it was still... Uh, no, Future Shop. Oh, yeah, no, Future Shop. You're right. I think I did it at uh, Radio Shack. <laughs> but, yeah, that's that's kind of my first Call of Duty that I really got into. Didn't play 1 through 3, and I hated 5. So, Call of Duty Okay, 4, fair enough, yeah. Call of Duty 4 is where I really got into it. I just remember I jumped in hard on COD 3, and it was the same when we touched recently. You could fucking glitch into every building and shoot people, and I hated yeah. it. And then 4 was just awesome. But, again, that touches back to the whatever shipment fucking map 
It's either straight shotguns and it was just hell. Just chaos is all yeah. it is. Yeah. That was the precursor to fucking quick scoping rounds. I think that was the first game that I really understood why people rage quit. <laughs> and I did a lot of it. And there were noob tubes. Were there ever. But on a side note to that, that was probably my first introduction to true friend, like group up PVP games. Yes, 100%. Where it was fun in your lobbies and grinding everything. But at the same time for that game at the time, it had a very immersive campaign as well. Yes, it did. And I didn't play a whole lot of the campaign on that one. I think it was a little young to really appreciate it when it first came out. But like you said, and it wasn't even one of the games that you needed six friends to fill a team. Yeah. As long as there was three of you guys, you had fucking fun playing multiplayer. And I like that one because that was the start of the modern stuff where all the behind the scenes stuff was coming out. They were showing them shooting real guns, recording yeah. real audio. Like they really stepped it up for that game. Yes. And I, that I'm a firm believer that laid the road for all the current games we play right now. Short absolutely. of terrible war zone. We're going to leave that at that. Absolutely. All right. Uh, number six, I think. Yeah. Number six. Number six is this is number one for most amount of time into a game. Okay. I, would be too embarrassed to look up my legitimate hours into it. And that's World of Warcraft. I was just about to say it's got to be WoW. Yeah. God, the the ex-fucking raid leader. Oh, my God. It this... doesn't even make your top five, eh? Uh, No, it didn't. I'm a little surprised by that because you were the one that kind of got me back into that last year. I still love it. The only downside to that, I really like that game. I like everything they've done with it. They've made it more user-friendly i'm not a big fan of wow classic because of how grindy it is i started on wow vanilla i played everything through there the good old-fashioned fucking 22-hour ice crown raids all this crap but i like what they've done with the game moving forward again i could go into i could make a fucking episode on this game yeah, but absolutely miss pandaria was the only shit slow one i like that game i would still pick it up tomorrow the only downside that i can't is I'm old enough that I have a life and I can't I just I can't you sit can't down be and play the raid that leader much. anymore. You can't. It's yeah. not even that to fucking max out level and do endgame stuff. It's just it takes so much time. Now I'm gonna now just because you said that I'm gonna step this away from the list a little bit. I'm gonna play a little bit of devil's advocate. Is uh, is Microsoft gonna fuck it up? I don't think they can or will. That is still their flagship game. That I bet you behind the scenes still has the highest revenue for them. Okay. They won't fuck with that game. That's fair. I think when you think Blizzard, you think WoW. Yeah. Okay. All right. I just had to, I had to toss that out just in case. I just I don't think they will. They'll fuck with Diablo before they fuck with that. Yeah, that's fair. All right. Uh, uh, the only plus side is I could see them try and bring it to console. I don't think you can. There's too many action bars. It, it's something to figure out. I don't think you can ever be competitive on it. No, you could do it but for it, fun. It would be a fun, long-ass grind campaign game on your TV. Yeah, that's like, it's the same as like, I think WoW on console equates to like the Minecraft level of immersion. Yeah. Because you cannot get serious about it. Like, you just can't, like, if you tried to PvP console WoW versus PC WoW. The only difference though, and I think it could fill the gap, is because consoles are getting cheaper and they're using them as a PC replacement. People are plugging in keyboard and mice to these to play competitively Fortnite, blah, blah, blah. And it's because that's all they can afford. So I think they might make it a viable keyboard and mouse option for a lower budget. Maybe. 
I still think that the guys that are going to play keyboard and mouse WoW are going to do it on PC. Well, I agree, but I mean, it just it's a pot- potential to open up to a bigger market. That's yes. all. Yes, oh, that's fair. I'll agree with that. All right. Uh, yeah, that didn't <laughs> even make my list, so I'll give you that. Uh, number six for me. So this beat uh, Forza Horizon. Mm-hmm. So I was I debated putting Horizon three in there. Simple fact that you said hours played immersion. This is uh, Burnout 3 Takedown. Okay. I didn't even think about that. I have a lot of time in that game, too. I fucking loved this game. That was the slow-mo's amount of damage done, everything. Yep, you bet. When you could, like, write off somebody's McLaren into a minivan and you get a fucking fan takedown thing. Like exactly. But it tallied everything. Loved that. Actually, that just made a complete segue here. The first Jackass game that ever came out like that. Ooh, nice. Do a bunch of damage, and per injury, it was tallied. Yeah. That just reminds me of the same concept. Absolutely. I like that pick. I don't think that would have been anywhere near a top 10 for me, just because I, I played that a lot at the time, but it was there and gone quick. It it was there and gone quick, yes. But I grew up poor, so when you bought a game, you had to play you that played game. played a lot. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Like, I, I enjoyed uh, Burnout Paradise when it came out. Mm-hmm. Like I still have it on my PC and I still have fun with it, but Burnout Three Takedown. It's like when I need to win some racing games, that's the one I pick. I'm okay with that in that sense. Personally, I think Horizon or Need for Speed beats that out for me. Okay, okay. So okay. I'm saying your yep. pick's ass. That's my first yeah, yeah. call. On yeah, your... no, that's fair. I agree with that. You're gonna you're gonna like my top five then. Okay, so here we are. We're into the top five. We're into the top five. This one? Hang on. Time out. Okay. Before I get into this, from you, I have not heard a Halo. Okay. I have not heard a Battlefield. Yeah. And I have not heard a Call of Duty. You're about to. Okay. I was making sure. <laughs> I was making sure because we're 20 games in and all I'm thinking is, this guy has made 20 terrible picks. <laughs> They're not terrible, but it's like, man, your top five better be fucking good. That's just it. You know what I played, and it's not there yet. Okay. so and The uh, only thing for you is you said you had a Battlefield in there. Yeah. I haven't heard it yet. Correct. That kind of scares me. I'm expecting to hear 2042 at fucking number two. No, that's number one, actually. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that'll end this podcast as a whole. <laughs> that'll be that'll be it. All you'll hear is a slam of the keyboard, Retired, and that's yeah. it. Okay. So getting into it, number five. Number five. This was a tough pick, but I had to place it in there because of what it brought me back to. It checked all the buttons. The top I, five got hard. I haven't played it recently, but I'm I'm comfortable with where I placed it. And that at number five, I put Halo Infinite. Wow. Yep. Because Inf- Infinite made your list. And the only reason I'm going to say that, and I don't want to have you judge too badly, is because you haven't played the campaign yet. Correct. I haven't. The, the online brought me Ooh. back to the Halo 3 feels, but when you jump in, when we play that campaign, when the co-op comes out, yeah. I think it's going to hit you deep. Okay. That you is know, the best campaign I've played in the last few years. I'm not, I'm not pissed with that as a, as a number five, and that's only because my number five is Halo 3. Okay. So my... Halo pick is because of custom games. Yep. Halo 3 custom games, Duck Hunt, Hurricane Katrina. Trash Compactor. Trash Compactor. Like, all that shit 
AVP. Hit. Yeah. Like if I've you, never spent so much time in costume games. They've no. gotten bigger in every game since. But they've the never gone back. I just I've never played them like that. No. There's you, a huge play for that in Minecraft, uh Fortnite. I haven't played any of it. No. Uh like this is a game that honestly I had a couple friends out of out of Washington that I would text after I get out of school and be like, Yo, are you you're getting on customs, right? Yeah. Like you're getting on. I know you are. It's <laughs> it's four o'clock. We're just off school. We're playing Duck Hunt. It's funny because you I've showed you the old sweat picture from my League of Legend days. The land parties, yeah. yeah. So when I was young, again, we grew up like paycheck to paycheck kind of thing, but my dad put effort into it. We had a home theater room. So at that point, I can't remember how old I was. We had a soundproof room, surround sound with like a 110-ish projector screen. Oh, my God. You fill that with 10 teenage boys, four-player split screen on the projector, a fucking 55-inch thick-ass tube TV sitting next to it. With four other guys on it. Exactly. No open windows in this fucking room. It was a sweat box like you've never experienced. Yeah. And it was just Halo 3 Customs nonstop. I think, uh, fuck, might have been like my, my 12th birthday party. And we had two Xbox 360s at the time. And I invited seven of my best buddies over. And we just rocked Halo custom games all fucking night. Yeah. And that's I, like 12 years old. Like, you don't do sleepovers when you're 12, but you do when you're rocking Halo 3. I agree with that completely. Fucking uh, that. Okay. That's the only reason I'm not pissed with the Halo Infinite pick. Okay. Well, I'm just, I'm throwing this out there right then because my number four is Halo 3. Love that pick. <laughs> okay. That's where that tied okay, into. I'm, okay, the fact that that's... Okay, I'm totally taking back everything I said about your Halo Infinite pick. Because <laughs> Halo 3 beat it. It did, yeah. Okay. Okay. Love it. That's where I'm going to leave it. Love it. Uh, my number four is uh, D2. Yeah, I was expecting that, yeah. honestly. Somewhere up there. We've talked about it enough on the show. D2, D2 Remastered. And after playing it with you, I, I, I instantly got the feel that you were more committed to D2 than D3. Yeah, I did beat D3, but I never got into the ladder. I never got into the seasons. Like, yeah, and I it plugged wasn't a for me. ton into that. I just think I was probably like 3,000 Paragon level. Yeah, yeah, never did that. But D2 for me, I had a max of every character. Like, I had all the high rune words. Like, if, you fucking did that on the remastered even. Like, you committed time to that. I know, which is why I had to put it on the list. I'm The only thing I'm upset about myself is I put it at number four, and it didn't make my top three. Really? But my top three, they're hot. I'll admit it. I think you're 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 gonna I hate. haven't I haven't heard League from you and I'm yet to hear a Call of Duty. And if a Call of Duty makes you your top three, I'll be surprised because you don't seem like a cog guy. <laughs> so if it makes your top three, I'm surprised. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay. Go ahead with your number three pick. You're fucking just nervous about this because I'm no, I'm not nervous about my number three at all because I don't think I don't know if you've even played this. I don't think you have. Number three is probably one of out of all time my favorite solo player games, campaign based games, and it's tying into more relevance now. Excuse me, and that was Witcher Three. Played it, love it, good pick. I loved that campaign. I loved it at the time. It beat out every game in graphics when it came out. It set that new milestone. Loved it. I loved all the characters. I wrapped the game twice now, I think, before I even watched the new TV series. 
I'm very committed into this whole universe where I think I like the Witcher game and the Witcher show more than I ever did like Game of Thrones. The only part that surprises me is that that's so high for you. I expected that to be on your list because we do talk a lot about the Witcher TV show and all that. Like I, I do know that you are a fan of that. It's just because put it this way, it was such it was a fairly large campaign. I think I beat it in like two days, and that was probably Jesus like Christ. forty hours of gameplay. Jesus, okay. Like that's what I mean when it hit. Like I was all in everything. Yeah, and that's one that didn't make my list because I think when that came out, I was busy playing like Fallout and mm-hmm. Skyrim. I did recently, well, not that recently, but maybe last year, kind of dive into it when I first heard the TV show was coming out. I'm going to throw out a disclaimer. I got into Witcher 3. Everyone was swearing by it. It was a pretty big, like, pre-release thing. They hyped it a lot. Yeah. I was like, well, fuck. Got to get it now. Witcher 2 came out on pre-sale. Jumped into that. I don't think I finished the tutorial before I was like, this game is garbage. Ooh. And it, like, ruined my attempt. It was The tutorial, it was a whole bunch of multi-controls, like, magic to manual, to sword. Sword, sorry. It didn't. I don't know. It wasn't clicking for me. Okay. And I had already pre-ordered three, and I was like, "Fuck, I fucked up." I got into that game, and I was like, "Okay, it's unreal. I can, yeah, I can live with this." And then you get in past the campaign and Care Morgan, you get into what you're doing as the like the whole game, yeah, and the freedom of it. I was like, "Oh my god, this is amazing." Okay, I, I don't hate that pick from you. I'm worried to see where League is. <laughs> okay, uh, number three for me. This is this is probably the only shooter game that rivaled SOCOM at the time when I first picked it up. Okay. This is Battlefield 2 Modern Combat. See, and I can agree with that. I, pl- I honestly played that game a lot. I played the fuck out of this game. I made sure I got all the medals, like all the ribbons. I, I grinded the fuck out of this game. That was the game that got me excited for the first time about sniping. Yes. And it was the first game, or first shooter game that I played, um, like, first person. Yeah, yeah. SOCOM was all third person. GoldenEye, yes, it was first person, but do you call it a shooter? I don't know. Yeah. But Battlefield 2, Modern Combat, the amount of hours that I plugged into, like, a 17-inch fucking CRT TV, (laughs) I'll never get those hours back, but I don't even want them back. See, I can't even remember what I played that on. But it was the same thing. Like that was a big one. I won't lie. In almost every Battlefield franchise since, I don't like. I suck at running and gunning in Battlefield. I fucking hate everything about it. It's terrible since then. But I play Scout. But no, no, no. But that's it. That game got me on the sniping mechanic, oh, and that's fuck. the only thing I do in Battlefield. I hate being a medic. I hate being an engineer. I hate running and gunning. I will fucking snipe. That's it. That is the one game that I played engineer, and I will always play engineer if I was to ever pick that game up again. Yeah. That- oh, nothing better. <laughs> Nothing better. The fact that you could fly one of those mini choppers and just score like 75 fucking kills. Well, just go Ooh. play 2042. You can kamikaze for a team white. Uh, 2042 will not be relevant in a week. So Come on, it's free now. Allegedly. Not confirmed yet. So, again, I'm going to say this. I like the pick. I'm surprised at how high it is. That's all. I think I put it that high because of nostalgia. Fair enough. I like, like, SOCOM's that SOCOM is twelve for me. 
because I plugged a lot of hours in and it was a game I played with my friends. But Battlefield 2 is that high because it was the first uh, FPS game that I was like, I, I actually realized I'm fucking good at these games. Yeah. And that's why I put so many hours into it. Like if I was See, and I love that because I've heard you say that fucking so many times now. And then guess what? It changes in a week. I'm so good at this game. Fuck, I'm going to slap at it. I'm grinding. I'm going to hit top rank. And then a week later, I fucking hate that game. I uninstalled it. I think that's only happened like twice. It's happened in Halo. No, I'm Onyx in Halo. No, no, no. When it came out, though, you slapped to start. And then it was like, why do I play this game? It's fucking trash. I said that because of the fucking console players. Doesn't matter. If Did you say it? Okay. Disclaimer right fucking now. If you own a console and you play a PC game and think you're good at the game, fucking off yourself. <laughs> That's going to get so much controversy and we're going to we're probably going to get a fucking hate raid for it. But if you play a a PC game like or against PC players and you think you're good because you use aim assist, like just just take a deep look in the mirror. Just deep Look, search for a soul in there, man. <laughs> like, if you think that, oh, man, I killed that guy because a computer aimed for me. I'm so good at this game. Tarkov 2. Or Tarkov, sorry. There's no controller players in that game. No, 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 but that's what I mean. You were really good there. You're like, I'm fucking going to kill this game. It's my streaming main go-to. And now it's like, this game is trash. I hate it. Everyone else plays it, and I get rolled. Fuck that game. Yeah. <laughs> First okay, of all. So there you go. First of all, hot take, fuck that game. Fucking infinite multiplayer is an absolute nightmare. And we're done. Number okay, two. We're What's done. your number two? Okay. So I'm going to tell you your number two, my number two, and you're going to hate my number one. Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay. So my number two, it's here because it was probably my best ever console gaming experience with friends. It was the first time I got competitive, like legitimately good at game battles to where we were winning, we were winning tournaments, we were having fun. It was the first time I ever made clips for fucking YouTube. It was the first time, this is where my gamer tag stuck. You make like your intro video, I everything. Think, okay, if all I'm hearing from you right now is correct, I think it's the same as my number two. I don't know if it is or not. So for me, and it, like I said, it hits every button there. It's MW2. We're there. We're there, boys. We are there. It took 24 fucking games. Call of Duty MW2. Call of Duty MW2 is my number two as well. That hits everything for me. The fact, like, I can remember hitting my first nuke. Yep. And it was like, hang on. I'm 14 years old. Why are my balls tingling right now? I won't lie for me. I was a late bloomer to the nuke. All my bodies were like, oh, I got my first one. I got my first one. And then it was like. No, I, I have to get this. Like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. And I won't lie, I cheesed it. Oh, yeah. Fucking wasteland, domination. I sat in the ground with cold-blooded, and I used a thermal scope hitting the center bomb. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all I did, and I got it. I fucking screamed so fucking loud. On that map, though, as soon as you got the Harrier, yeah. you were like, oh, I'm getting a nuke. Yeah, because you get they, the chopper gunner, yeah. you're like, oh, shit, oh, shit, this is happening. Yeah, the, the Harrier gets the chopper gunner. And then Chopper Gunner gets a nuke on that map. Yeah. That's just how it is. But like I said, everything about that game was good. It was like, it was the same thing. You had one or two 
for me, we were big, big into game battle, search and destroy. Yeah. So it's like you get off school. Okay, we're plugging in three hours of practice, like against other friends, like just hardcore practice. Yeah. This is like, hey, weekend's coming up. We're signing up for the game battles tournament. I think overall, that's the only game I've ever made money in. Yeah, even if it was like twelve bucks. Well, that's just it. It was. I, I bet you it would be close to a thousand dollars. But it was always like fifty dollar Best Buy gift certificate or yeah. like shit like that, and it just added up. We played all the time. I fucking love that pick from you, and I'm surprised that it's your number two. I, like that's a fucking incredible pick. I've never put, short of Halo 3 maybe, I've never put so much time into a console game. So, Because uh, I'll, I'll disclaimer that, I played Borderlands 2 on PC. That's fair. So MW2 for me, I can remember um, my first Xbox Live account, whatever the fuck it was. I, I, like, I hopped into a lobby and it ended up being a mod lobby. Mm-hmm. I got a kill and I was 10th prestige immediately. Oh, trash. And I'm like, that... It honestly pissed me off because I'm like, well, what the fuck is the point of playing this game anymore? Yeah. So I remember like running out to my mom and being like, mom, I need your credit card. I need 10 extra dollars a month because I have to have a second Xbox Live account where I can honestly just grind this fucking game. I won't lie. That was the first game I ever hacked. Ooh, that's hot take. I jailbroke my Xbox for that. I was a laptop modder for MW2. You know what? I... I don't give a fuck if anyone believes me or not. I legit hit 10th prestige. That was the first game ever that I ground that hard. Yeah. And then after that, it was the flashy rainbow names yeah. and the different shit. I, I modded the fuck out of that. Game. I don't hate that because it felt more common than it should have been. Yeah. But it was, it's a game that it was so much fucking fun, man. And there was, that was the game. It's like you rage, you get fucking mad. One B one me quick scopes. Yeah. One B rust, rust right now. One B one me rust. All the time. I've gamed with you as like a young adult. So I couldn't imagine you in that fucking game. Yeah. So last year, yeah, last year, uh, Call of Duty Cold War came out, right? Black, yeah, Black Ops Cold War. That was kind of our first Call of Duty together. Yep. And yes, you, like, you saw the honest, the, the bitter. <laughs> There's nothing like the attitude that comes out after a 12 hour shitty night shift. So we're like, okay, fuck it. We'll play games at 5 30 in the morning. And oh my god, that was a level of frustration that was impressive. That was probably the closest I've ever been to getting like a hate crime on me. Because there's a difference of like, you lose and you can take it. But then it's like, you're screaming the whole game in my headphones. I'm the only one that can fucking hear you. <laughs> and at the end of the game, we get wiped, we get hot mic'd, and it's like two 12-year-olds just trashing on them. And then dead silence for like 40 seconds. And he comes back, what the fuck was that? Oh, I just, I just had to send these guys a DM. I was like, oh my God. The fact that that game brought back, like you said, we played a lot of 2v2s. Yeah. We played 2v2 gunfights after Night Shift. And that was honestly the worst thing to ever happen to me in my adult life. <laughs> like, I've never screamed at kids so much in my life as opposed to Cold War 2 or Cold War 2v2s. <laughs> just because I know I should be better. But after working a 12 hour Night Shift, it just pissed me off so much. So, MW2, though, let, well, let's get back to that. MW2, love that pick, and that's the only pick so far that we have on the same. And my biggest upset with that is that the current COD games that have come back haven't brought back some of the true awesome COD maps from MW2. Yeah, and... I mean, like, I want, like, High Rise back. 
I want Afghan yes, back. I want high rise. Let's. They did bring back Terminal. Kind. Of. Yeah, but kind it was different. Of. Like it, it was it didn't different. hit the same. Yeah. Like you're right. The MW2 maps fucking hit. Yeah. There there's I can't even think of one off the top of my head that were bad. There was a couple, but it wasn't like I didn't like Scrapyard. Oh, I did. Ooh, didn't like it. Did not like it at all. But just cuz of the cheese sniper spots on the yeah. warehouse side. And I never I was the guy that ran like ump 45 and spaz 12. I didn't run a sniper. No, you ran a noob tube. I can tell. No, no. I'm 45 with a silencer. And a, I and won't a lie. My tool. claim to fame among my friends for MW2 was an RPD and an RPG. So we're going to move on to our number one before <laughs> I fucking strangle him across the table. Go ahead with your number one. I'm guessing it's League. It is. Okay, it's League. <laughs> okay. And this is, as you've said time and time again... The game that you can always pick up and grind. Always. I could turn this on right now and play no problem to the point where I'm comfortable enough. I'd probably sit at around a gold rank. Yeah. But among personally my friends through high school and stuff like this, with the, the exception of a couple, this was the game that I excelled at most. Okay. And I could see that because like you kind of got me into it a little bit last year. And you could see even when you were just like fucking around with me on your team you could see like even just your mechanics were clean yeah like you like you were always watching a map you were ready for like a team battle when it came up whereas when i play that game i am only (laughs) focused on my lane and what's (laughs) happening in my lane only yeah this was the first one that i committed into like again i have pictures i have proof of this like i built a five-man setup in my basement in high school yeah we had our league team i've seen that photo everyone that's ugly everyone would come over after school we had spares that would practice on the bed you couldn't make the desk you had to sit on the bed (laughs) oh my god we come over we grind this five teams and like we tried hard but this game moving forward right now it got me so involved i contribute this to my involvement in esports like, I can pick up, I can watch LCS, I can watch, like, all the league stuff going yeah. on to the point where I enjoy it. I don't have to follow it competitively, but I can watch these team fights and enjoy, like, what's going on. Yeah, because you understand the game. Exactly. I don't know a lot of the most current champions, but it doesn't matter. That's fair. I like that. And just based on how I've heard you talk over the last 16 episodes, I knew this was going to be your top three. Yeah. And I had a good feeling it was going to be number one, but I knew it was top three for sure. And I won't lie out of all games on my list. This is I have the most money financially invested into this game. I would be terrified to know what I've spent. That's not surprising either for me to know. <laughs> At all. I am well over $1,000 into this game. That's fair. In skins, champs. Well, that's what I mean, but it's it's well over 10 years. Yeah. Like, it's, it's probably coming on 15 years now. Yeah, it has been around a while. And it's kind of like the only game that's really like this and again for anyone that hasn't go watch arcane go watch the newest season cinematic yeah league and riot do yeah. so well with keeping this shit relevant we touched on that even last week or the week before last weekend we were watching lcs two hundred twenty thousand viewers on twitch yeah uh, did you ever figure out the outcome of that no i didn't actually i got too drunk i forgot to check <laughs> i'll admit it i'll admit it i fucked up there that that's just number one for me and it's just because it's still a go-to. It's a game that I would love to commit to. Yeah. But, like, honestly, for me, I enjoy the games we play and we play with our other friends. Like, I like the socialness to it. Where, and I don't blame anyone because I came up 
with it differently. No one wants to commit to that game like I do, and that's fair. No, and I think that's partially because the mechanics are tough to learn, mm -hmm. and the whole when should I team fight, when should I go for the, the power-up monsters, it's something you actually have to pay a lot of attention to. That's I mean, there's a lot of strategy to that game. Whereas a game like we've been playing, we've been playing Fortnite, or uh, we even dabbled in Warzone a couple weeks ago. Yeah. All that is is map positioning and gunplay. There's no fucking strategy to that game. Yeah, if you can build faster and get a shotgun off. Yeah, it doesn't fucking matter. But League of Legends is one of the only PvP games that I will admit, aside from your strategy games like like StarCraft, like Command and Conquer. Yeah. League of Legends is one of the only PvP games that I will admit I cannot keep up with the strategy. I can't do it. See, and the, like aside from strategy, the thing that I draw a line in where a lot of other people like, I'm a devout League of Legends player. I probably will be till the day I die. I hate Dota 2 and I hate Smite. Even though it's the same game. Well, Smite, a little different. Dota 2, same fucking game. Yep. And the reason is, is I was so far into League, we gave a serious attempt at Dota 2 and... It was the amount of brain that it filled. Like, I didn't want to learn a game of the same scale. Like, just not even interested. Didn't want the characters. Didn't want the the items. Like, there that's was just fair. nothing about no, it. I think that's totally fair. And I think a lot of guys like you would say the same thing. A lot of Dota players won't pick up League. Well, that's what I mean. You'll see that. It's yeah. one or the other. Yeah, I think you're totally correct on that. And I though. think Smite was tailored very much for console players. Yes. Incredibly. I agree. You bet. So I, I just stayed away from that. I gave it a go with my console friends. Outside of that, I was like, well, fuck it. That's where that stays. Okay. You know what? Like I said, I knew it was going to be high for you. And the way you explained it and what I know of your past, I can't fully on that pick at all. You don't like it as number one. I don't like it because <laughs> it's another one of those games like we've said a couple times already in this episode. I hate it because I'm bad. <laughs> and I'll admit that. Any, like if anybody was to say, hey, I'll 1v1 in your league, I'll get shit on. Yeah. I can play a 5v5A RAM. And that was the that. first time. Like, I got my brother into that game with his friends. Oh, so two years younger. Yeah. And I was just the shithead. I go into like 1v3 me. Do it. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't you even, beat me, I'll, I'll buy you guys anybody. a fucking 12 pack. Yeah. No shot. That's fair. <laughs> and you know what? That was MW2 for me. So I can't fault you on that. But... So, I, I hate that pick because I'm bad. That's all it is. Fair enough. And I'm looking down this list. Battlefield hits yours. I'm looking at the number one. Like Halo 3's on there. D2's on you there. You don't have a fucking clue what my number one is. I don't. I could give you 10 straight guesses looking at this list. And I don't even think you would guess the fucking franchise. Is it a shooter? Nope. No. Nope. Sports game? Nope. I'm going to guess one more here. For what you play... See, and I don't know, because, like, my next guess would be strategy. Nope. Yeah, okay, no, I don't have it. My number one pick, we've already mentioned it today. Okay. Need for Speed Underground 2. Oh, it was. Yep. And it fucking hits home. Anytime I hear Riders on the Storm right <laughs> That's now. That's what I mean, yeah. Yeah, anytime I hear that, it's like, hang on. Hang so on. what did you play that on? That was PS2 for me, yep. Okay. I think... Honestly, I got the number one. Really, man, this was one of those games that I got it on PS2. I played the fuck out of it. I got up Xbox 360 finally, like a few, probably four or five years later. 
like maybe a year or two after the Xbox 360 came out. And it was one of those games where I was kind of like in between like, oh, I got friends that play PlayStation, I have friends that play Xbox, but if I'm just trying to play with myself, that sounds terrible. (laughs) (laughs) If I'm just trying to play by myself, just relax, have a good fucking time. Yeah. I'm picking up Underground 2. So what about the game did you enjoy the most, though? Uh, the Underglow on my car. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> the Underglow... So that as that, though, was it was it the customization? Yes, it was 100% the customization. And everything that I didn't like about Underground 1, because I debated putting Underground 1 on here over uh, Burnout 3. Yeah. It was that, it was Forza, and it was Underground, or Burnout 3. But... Burnout or Underground One, sorry, was you pick your race, you do whatever, and you're immediately in that race. Yeah. Underground Two, you you finally had a little freedom. You drove around, you did your stunts. That's what I mean. For the first time, that was your full involvement in that entire open world. Yes, and that was the first open world racing game that I played. It was the first soundtrack that really (laughs) hit and hit hard. Mm -hmm. Underground One had a very good soundtrack like Missy Elliott, all that, like Missy Elliott still hits home for me because Underground 1. But when I hear Riders on is. the Storm, what's that? We're going to leave that right there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but when I hear Riders on the Storm, Underground 2, I know where I am. And I'm sitting in my buddy Vince's bedroom after smoking a whole bunch of weed, to be honest with you. At a legal age. At, of course, a legal age. <laughs> and I'm in love with this fucking game time and time again no and see like i get that in the sense because like we touched on it i love that game and it was close call to putting on the list i'm just shocked that that's a number one you're shocked like i know very much that you're a car guy and everything and that especially back then it was bigger than it is now as i'm wearing a mclaren t-shirt well that's what i mean like i know that it still surprised me just mainly because of how competitive you are as a gamer well you think of it because of the last my last four picks we look yeah. at my last four, right? MW2, Battlefield 2, D2, Halo 3. Diablo 2, not as much, but yes. yes. But the other three, strictly competitive games. But this is the this is my single-player game. It Fair enough. Underground 2. Minecraft is up there. Like, it's, on, it's my 7 or 6 or whatever. But Underground 2, it's, it's nostalgic. I still... Don't hate the graphics because they were good for its time. See, and I, I tried that. I got an emulator. I played it through PC. Yeah. And I went back and I was like, oh, my God. No, it's bad if you look at it now. But when you're on PS2, that was groundbreaking. Why haven't we had a remaster to this? None of the Need no for Speeds have hit like that since. No shit. I have Need for Speed uh, Heat. I don't even know. One of them. One of them on my PC. And it looks great. But it sucks. The story sucks. The racing sucks. That's what I mean. Fucking bring back Underground 2 and remaster it. I'm going to throw this. I, I wanted to hit on this. Like, so We're happy with that. I don't like your pick as number one, but I respect it as a top five. Put it that way. Like, I, it Just because of how much it surprises me. And I knew it would, but what would you have liked to see out of my top five as a number one? Because that's where we are. We're Halo 3. We're for me, for you. Oh, shit. Actually, what was your number 20? So number six, sorry? Yeah. Uh, what was? I gotta bring up the list now. Number six was Burnout Three Takedown. 
See, and that's funny because that makes sense to me being your two of your top six like racers. Yeah, I especially for knowing like how you came up like that. I struggled a lot picking racing games because some of my like this is just gonna be a stupid sappy story, but <laughs> some of my favorite memories as a kid were sitting now with my dad on PS One and early PS Two and playing Gran Turismo. Yeah. Fucking love that. The first time I beat my dad in a Gran Turismo 3 race, it was like, you know, you fought, it feels like you got the belt, right? You got the championship belt because you beat your dad at a game that he's supposed to be good at. So when it came time to like Burnout 3 coming out, Need for Speed Underground and Underground 2 coming out, it was like, all right, these are games that I should be beating my dad in and it feels fucking good. I'm not sure. If I've ever seen my dad play a video game. The only games my dad ever played were racing games. Because he's he's a car guy. He like he enjoys cars. He he rebuilds bikes. He rebuilds yeah. shit. Like, well that's what I mean. I, I know does. that from how you came up. Yeah. Even how he works now. Like our hobby stuff, like how many Miatas have we fucking looked at? Like yeah. as a side oh, note, shit. we we enjoy this stuff in real life, but when it comes down to video games, I thank my dad for this now. But as growing up I was two, three consoles behind everything. I wasn't allowed one as a kid for my dad. Yep. He was the proponent that we had the beautiful theater room for movies. No if games. I wanted to game in there, get your ass outside. Yeah. And that's all I remember my dad saying. Like, I'm anyone that knows me now, I'm a big tech guy. I'm gaming movies. I live for that shit. I have the best of the best for tech and I put an effort into getting it. Yeah. But it's because I never, ever, ever had it as a kid. Yeah. Uh, I kind of, I kind of hit the same way. Like, my dad did have his PS1, but that was it. It was it was Gran Turismo, or it was fuck off, go play outside. Exactly. Because it was what dad wanted, or what dad said you had to do. I agree with that 100%. And like, I, think, I think that's where Underground 2 comes in, because it's like the first racing game that I was like, I'm good at this, and it had the customization. Windows Vista came out. I can't remember the order now. Whichever one's the most current, Windows Vista or Windows 7? Windows Vista was before 7. Okay, so 7 came out. I was still on 98. Like, that's how much of a shitty computer we still had. I think I am very close to the same. I think I had... I think it was on XP when 7 came out. And I can remember I would I didn't understand like any of the voice chat services that PC offered. So I was on the landline with my buddy Vince playing D2. Okay, on a complete side note before we get back on topic. Yeah, we're fucking terrible to end this. Have because of your age, did you ever game with dial up? No, okay. So we had dial up, but that was still PS1 and I never played online. Fair enough. That was like my first, my first real memory of playing video games. I can remember still waiting for dial up on a telephone, yeah, but I never had to bear it on a video game. See, and I never did it for multiplayer, but it was the thing. It's like you're into a game that's kind of online based, the original online save, yeah. And it was the phone goes off and you're like, fuck, I just lost four hours yeah, of progress. There it goes. Yeah, I can't I can't honestly relate to it, but I understand, like I can comprehend where it is. Fair enough. Okay, so quickly, because like we warned everyone, or if we did or not, I don't fucking know. We finished this two six, by the way. It's delicious. Yeah, we're but anyways. Can you think of any certain things right off the top of your head that we haven't mentioned that were honest runner ups? No particular uh, order, but just like should have like, been on the like list. Like an honorable mention. Yeah. 
Um, for me, no. Between your list and mine, because I looked at your list and I saw a lot of games that were like, fuck, that should have been mine. Like, I saw Bloodborne come up. Yeah. Should have been on my list. I saw, uh, what the hell was it? Guitar Hero 3. Should have been on my list. Like, I think between your list and mine, I don't think we missed any for me personally. So one of my big ones that I hummed and hawed with a while, and it actually it was on the list and it got deleted, was XCOM 2. I'm going to put it out there right now. You made me download that game, what, fuck, probably two years ago. a long almost. time ago, yeah. Probably two years ago. I fucking hate it. It's a <laughs> stupid fucking game. I just It's a strategy game and it's hard. No, it's not a strategy game. It's stupid. It's a turn-based strategy oh, game. God. No, I'm glad that didn't make either of our lists. I would have fucking lit you up had that made your top 25. <laughs> is, oh, my God. Not as, like, a serious one, but one that I kind of wish I would have thrown on there from, like, the PS1 days was Twisted Metal now. Yeah. I and played a lot of that. The other one that I kind of wanted, the only one I really think of right now, is uh, Smuggler's Run. Okay, yeah. PS2. Yeah. Had a lot of fun with that. That was kind of my first racing game or car game. That was probably the only one I I wanted on this list, but it didn't beat any of these games. Well, see, and that's just it. With all this talk about racers, the one that probably got the most split-screen play that I say would have made the list, but in all honestly, honesty, shouldn't be on it, was fucking NASCAR 2002 or something. Never played them. I never played the NASCAR games because my dad was a Gran Turismo fan. See, and we had a lot more, like, project cars. Oh, yeah. But... For some reason, on the original Xbox, me and my cousin, we would grind NASCAR. And it's because, like, if you got pitted or you got fucked up halfway through the race, it was one of the earlier ones that still allowed you to go non-ghost mode in reverse. Yeah. So if you lost, you're like, fuck it, I'm going to fuck everyone. Yeah. I think we're kind of, like, we got to fucking end this episode because we're almost two hours in. But <laughs> I think that's kind of where we're coming back to is, like, the uh, the iRacing uh Assetto Corsa like we're getting into those competitive racing games again that are just like oh my race is over like I can't place I might as well fuck everybody else yeah we're no kinda, I agree we're with kinda that seeing that more like even with a couple of our streamers like I love watching Summit do his eye racing or his Assetto Corsa racing I love it yeah because it looks competitive but you know there's always a guy in eighth place that's going to pit you. Yeah, he's just like, oh, I know my race is over. Who cares? Yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah. Okay. So either way, there we go. Yeah. We hit our top 25. We're actually, we're going to, I don't know if we're going to have to link this if we're over characters, but we are going to post this at least in the Discord. Yeah, it'll be in the Discord for sure. We'll, we'll get this list out there for anyone that, because I know this, this episode obviously ran long, but we had fun with Did it. Did it ever. But we'll get this list out. If you guys want to like copy and paste, tag your own. Give out your order. Like, we'd love to hear that. Yeah, give us your top 25. If we can get an honest 25 in two weeks, like if somebody puts real thought into this, we'll read it. We'll do the whole thing on episode. Maybe not in two weeks episode, but in a month. Yeah. And we'll probably just light you up for 25 games. <laughs> but we want to know because Caleb and I play very different games, as you can tell from our list. Yeah. But now we finally started playing the same-ish games. So it kind of just goes to show whatever you played growing up, that's just what you played. Say, that's all it is. The, the big 
takeaway from that is we can play games together and not want to kill each other. Well, you know what? Sometimes I would rather fucking burn my house down than play XCOM with you. <laughs> that was two years ago. Let's not talk it about that. It doesn't matter. The third time I loaded that game up, I was just, I debated it. I debated smashing the whole computer. But again, like always, we'll plug our socials. We fucking suck at it. We, yeah, last week was bad. We have taken an upturn. Like we we enjoy that you guys are listening. I know Spotify doesn't give us like fuck off for ratings, but our viewership is staying strong. We're gaining. We're having fun with it. Yeah, we seem we have a very consistent like two hundred every week. Yep. And you guys are what makes us do this every week. Exactly. You're the excuse for us to spend money on booze. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's where it comes down to. Honestly. We lose money every week because we buy a bottle or we buy a new piece of tech gear. Yeah. But we have a whole lot of fun bullshitting with you guys, and we're getting honest feedback, and we're having a lot of fun with it. Exactly. So when it comes down to it, we are working like our socials suck because we never remember to post on Twitter. Our our engagement is not great because... I'm blaming it on you guys, too, nor is your engagement. Yeah. You guys have to at us on Twitter. <laughs> we should probably start a hashtag. We should probably figure out how to post on TikTok. Yeah. Because we have one in 17 episodes. I'm going to leave that editing to you. Okay, fair enough. But we are, ha- like, the point of it is we're having a lot of fun with it. Caleb and I are, we love just coming out every week and bullshitting. Because that's all we do. It's, it's it is. It's him and I sitting across We the get table, to unwind and fucking look forward to it. So we're having a lot of fun with it, and we appreciate the feedback. We appreciate the criticism. We don't care. You guys could light us up all the time. We would still yeah, do this. Yeah, fuck your fly at her. Yeah. Our, our egos are too big now. <laughs> we're 17 episodes in. We're having too much fun. Pretty much, yeah. And like with that, I'm going to say it's fucking episode 17, our top 25. Light us up for it. Compare yours. Fly at her. But that's more or less all I got. I think the only thing I want to end on is if this gets a lot of – uh, positive reviews. Like if we're hearing a lot, you guys enjoy this episode. The only thing we're going to do is a top 25, but it'll be a top 25 uh, community of all time. So not necessarily our favorite games, but a top 25 that we think should be on there. So like your Tetris will be on there. Like our IGN version. Yes. Okay. So, so Tetris will be on there. You'll have fucking Frogger on there. Like you'll have these games that you and I don't like, but, it's generational yeah. yeah no i agree with that atari pong might even be on there right yeah so if this gets a lot of good review we will revisit this in i'm gonna say a month yep so four episodes away if we get a lot of good reviews we'll do a top 25 of what should be on this list instead of uh instead of world of warcraft at number six fuck you you know that belongs there <laughs> Okay, end of the episode. We appreciate everybody hanging out. We appreciate all the feedback, all the criticism. Uh, We post every Sunday. We are never on our social media because we're terrible at it, but we're working on it. Don't be afraid to call us out. That's all I can say. Yeah. Be that asshole. Yeah, PM on on Twitter, on Discord, even on TikTok because we still have the account up. Yep. Just light us up. It doesn't matter. On that note, I think we're out of here. We will see you guys next week with the – our predictions for the Super Bowl because we should know who plays. Yep. Uh, we want to hear about The Rock's new video game movie. Maybe. For sure. No, we do. <laughs> we do. We've got some stuff lined up for next week, and we plan on talking about it. This week was just – we f- we felt like we had to hit this. Right, we wanted to, and that's just it. And like I said, we've touched on our last episode. We are extremely close to our video stuff coming. 
And with that too, coming into the future, we really want to line up some guests. So yes. it's, it's going to be an exciting year. That'll be big for us. Definitely more guests. We had the wives on, but we're going to have kind of people that uh, share the same views or not yeah. the same views, but understand the same topics more. Exactly. Or a lot of people on that are going to light us up or that we can gang up on. Who the fuck knows? Yeah. I mean, if I can get uh, Trevor Wallace on here, <laughs> I think uh, I think he'd be a great addition to this. And uh, I've heard he's had an extremely average size wang that he's just talked about with Mia Malkova. So roast him for that a little bit. Yeah, but pretty much. that's <laughs> get a little off topic. But that's okay. <laughs> okay, guys, we appreciate everybody. I think we're out of here. Thank you. We are out of here. And just I'm going to throw it out the last second. Go pick up your Smirnoff pink lemonade because oh, it's delicious. Absolutely. And you know what, guys, with that, until next time, episode 18, we will see you later. Episode 17, but peace out. Thanks, no, no, guys. The next one. Okay, sorry. <laughs>